0: Hello, STEM Nation. Jeff here, and welcome to episode number 45 of STEM on Fire, where we interview practicing professionals in the area of science, technology, engineering, and math to help guide students interested in STEM careers. If you like what you hear, please share it with a friend. Now let's get fired up with our guest, Ryan, and I hope our chat will help ignite your passion toward a STEM career. Ryan Cole earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Biomedical Engineering from St. Louis University and is currently working as a Regulatory Affairs at Lundbeck, which is a pharmaceutical company. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Fill in any gaps and share a bit of your personal life.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, So yeah, that's absolutely correct. I um, got my bachelor's in biomedical engineering from St. Louis. Um, When I was there, I spent a summer working in the Dell E. Webb Neuroscience, and aging stem cell research lab in La Jolla. I did some work at the bench studying connections between type 2 diabetes and Alzheimer's. I spent my senior year interning at a company called Lickenbrock Technologies in St. Louis. I did some image processing, programming, um, testing uh, tomography software on the retina and aerospace components. And then after graduation, I started my career in regulatory affairs here at Lundbeck uh, in the Chicago area in about 2015, and I've been here ever since.
0: Thanks for that, Ryan. And it sounds like you had a lot of good internships or co-ops. Could you go into a little bit about what you did during those internships or co-ops?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So my summer in San Diego was really just doing a lot of lab and bench work. So I was running Western blots and different uh, experiments with more research professionals, mainly focused in the neuroscience space. Uh, and then in St. Louis, I did a lot of Schlieren imaging type things. So it was uh, a connection that I actually had through our school's uh, intranet and was able to reach out to a local startup company that were looking for interns. And I spent a lot of time doing a lot of typing and coding for them Uh, and really kind of opened my eyes to the different possibilities uh, inside of STEM.
0: So speaking of different options available to you, what are some options for biomedical engineers?
1: That's a great question. I think there's really limitless possibilities. A lot of my colleagues and people that I went to school with have gone into software engineering or medical imaging for medical components. Uh, Quite a few have done designing medical equipment and orthopedics, uh, some monitor patients' vitals during surgeries on different medical equipment. A couple have gone to med school to become physicians. And an, another one of my uh, uh, colleagues, I guess, that graduated from SLU with a biomedical engineering degree went on to start his own uh, brewing company after having worked at GE for a couple of years, John DeGroote. He started New Barons Brewing in Milwaukee.
0: Oh, there you go. I'm going to have to go check that out, being a Milwaukee resident myself. You should. I will. Um, So Ryan, um, from a biomedical perspective, you can, from what I understand, you can emphasize in mechanical or electrical. Did you emphasize in any one of those disciplines while going through biomedical engineering?
1: So that's a great question. My school actually didn't have an emphasis on particular disciplines. I know other schools have that option, but they do try and get you into. I took a lot of electrical electrical engineering courses. I took a lot of coding uh, and image processing courses. So I really got ex- exposure to a lot of those different things, but we didn't actually have that dedicated degree uh, set up.
0: From a software programming perspective or coding and image processing, did you go down any of the AI or the artificial intelligence or machine learning for automatically evaluating images?
1: Uh, so, we did a couple different projects like that. My senior design project was actually a facial recognition project. So, what we tried to do was set up a re- repository of different people's faces, and you'd take a photo and with that matched the repository of the authorized person to get into the safe you'd be able to open it up it was working a lot in matlab c++ c++ python that type of thing so it was not a lot of not so much automation but that type of work
0: so Ryan let's move into what you're working on today as a regu- in regulatory affairs
1: a lot of the medical devices prescription drugs and biologics are regulat- regulated by the fda to ensure safe they're safe and efficacious for patients And these regulations are becoming more and more complex. Uh, They've released more guidances, uh, seems like every week. Um, So what I do is I work with a number of different health agencies and internal business partners, such as supply chain, our pharmacovigilance to ensure safety, um, our advertising and promotion department, uh, to make sure that patients and prescribers have all the necessary information to safely use the products.
0: So are you using any of your software skills that you developed during college?
1: So that's something that, no, that I'm not really using. So that was something that I kind of learned when I was doing a lot of programming. I really enjoyed learning about that new language at first. And then I kind of realized it was a little more solitary than what I really wanted to be doing. So it's something that I got exposure to, but kind of learned that maybe this isn't the the right path for me.
0: Yeah. So, STEM Nation, Ryan hit on something, right? If you go off and try these different things, part of the value is finding out what you like to do, but probably more importantly, finding out things you you don't like to do. So, if Ryan would have taken a job where it was pure coding, I don't think Ryan would have been happy doing that. I think that's fair to say. All right, Ryan. So let's dig in. What is what is your specific area of expertise?
1: So, my specific area of expertise is in regulatory operations and labeling. So that's making sure that all our prescription products have the correct and updated safety labels, so those little folded up pieces of paper that you get with your prescription. Uh, I work with a team of individuals here to make sure that that is the most up-to-date and accurate information we have possible on our drugs.
0: So what would a day look like for you?
1: I don't really have, I would say, a typical work day, which is something that I really appreciate. There are standard updates and meetings that I have on a monthly and annual basis in terms of registration for products or uh, different reports that we have to run, but there's constantly changing guidelines and circumstances and uh, therapeutic landscapes. So I think that the most important thing is what I've learned in this job is we plan, 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 but then if something pops up, it's being flexible to that and uh, constantly problem solving is something that I've really enjoyed being able to do as well.
0: Yeah, just like all the other folks on the episodes, there is no typical day, which is one of the beauties about STEM careers is it's always changing. And Ryan, what is one thing that really has you fired up in the biomedical area or pharmaceutical area?
1: What I really like the most, especially working for my company here at Lundbeck, is creating novel and unique therapies to the CNS space. My company is mainly focused on central nervous system diseases, which is a really underserved portion of the population and I think constantly trying to improve the quality of life for as many patients as possible is something that's very important to me and has really been a a motivating driver for me to get get fired up about STEM.
0: Ryan so we're going to move to an aha moment you've had could you take us to a moment in time of an incredible aha moment you've had at work or your personal life and tell us a story and how you turn that aha moment into success.
1: Yeah so I think being very closely affected to people with uh, mental health disorders, whether that be friends and family. I've had a couple um, experiences, I'm sure almost everyone listening has. And I really started to realize the stigma and issues associated with these very common things. That type of experience is really what drove my passion to wanting to understand more and figuring out ways that I could put my education and knowledge to help serve these people and help p- people going through similar experiences. And so it really helped me choose a field that would both bring about treatments for people suffering from these disorders and really support caregivers as they're hugely affected uh, as well.
0: All right. Thanks for that, Ryan. And so STEM Nation, this is a biomedical career, not going off and designing medical products, but working in a pharmaceutical company. Ryan, could you explain that one more time? What exactly it is that you're working on?
1: Yeah. So it's central nervous system disorder drugs. So it's Parkinson's, depression, schizophrenia, bipolar, Alzheimer's, uh, that type of disease space. And something that I especially like is many companies are trying to move out of the central nervous system space just because we know so little about the brain. And there's very long review times for drugs, low success rate for clinical trials. But uh, my company has really been dedicated to this therapeutic area. And it's really something that I am very proud to uh, help get involved in.
0: And Ryan, in order to do what you're doing today, you had to get through college, and for most, it's challenging. So if you could go back to when you were 18, heading off to college, what are some things you wish you knew back then that would help STEMmers launch into college successfully?
1: Uh, well, you kind of mentioned it a little bit before, Jeff. I think it's just trying to get involved in as many things as you possibly can. Anything that I was remotely interested in, I would just go bother a professor or my aunt's cousin's uncle's neighbor and just ask them about their job what they're doing uh, and really just try and figure out a way to get involved to see if it's something that you
0: like and heading from college into your career what are some attributes you need to develop to be successful there
1: i think a lot of it is being flexible and being open to change i started out wanting to do pre-med uh decided that i didn't want to become a doctor and switched to biomedical engineering. because I really liked more of that hard uh, math and science type work, but still enjoyed biology. And then I tried to do research coding, and really a lot of trial and error in what I thought I wanted, and then actually doing it and realizing, Oh, no, this isn't what I want, and then trying something else and just being open to that process.
0: All right, Ryan, and we're going to take a quick pause to thank our sponsor, Audible, who's offering a free audiobook. You can head over to stemonfirebook.com. That's stemonfirebook.com to get a free audiobook of your choosing. If you decide to cancel within 30 days, there's no cost, and you keep the audiobook. And it is lightning round time. Ryan, are you ready? thought you never ask. All right. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: So it's not advice, but it's a quote from one of a college basketball coach, John Wooden. It's the things turn out best for the people that make the best of the way things turn out. And I think that's just something that uh, is something to live by.
0: You're going to have to say that one one more time.
1: Things turn out best for the people that make the best of the way things turn out.
0: And a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Ask as many questions as possible.
0: And a favorite internet resource or phone app and why? Uh,
1: am, I, am I allowed to say podcasts on a podcast app?
0: Absolutely, because I listen to podcasts all the time.
1: <laughs> that's my number one. I love them. All right.
0: And a book. And what book would you recommend?
1: Uh, I think a book that's pretty influential to my passion for neuroscience in the biomedical field is Phantoms of the Brain. It's by V.S. Ramachandran. It really talks about what's understood, what still needs to be understood. There's a lot of science and medical mystery research. It's really engaging and uh, a very, even funny read at times.
0: As we wrap up here, can you share a parting piece of guidance for STEM Nation? And then we will say goodbye. I would say
1: just talk to as many people as you can about their job and their career. Get involved in as much as possible. And don't say no to opportunities, even if you're afraid of failure. I think that's probably the easiest and quickest way to learn.
0: All right. Thank you for that, Ryan. And with that, we will say goodbye. All right. Goodbye, STEM Nation. I hope you enjoyed that chat today with Ryan. Head over to stemonfire.com. Subscribe to the email list to keep up with the latest happenings. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. Tune in next week where we chat with Mike, who is the president of Brooks Stevens. Until next time, I hope this chat has helped ignite your passion charge a STEM career.